Generation Exiled is now sponsored by All Seal Insulation. Is your power bill too high? We'll call Les Pitts at All Seal Insulation for a free estimate. That's right, estimates are free. In most cases, All Seal Insulation can lower your power bill by 20% a month, paying for itself. All Seal Insulation can spray insulation into new buildings and attics, subfloors, crawl spaces, metal buildings, moisture barriers, underneath houses, and much more. Remember, call Les Pitts and his team at All Seal Insulation at 601-508-7593. You can find them on Facebook and LinkedIn at All Seal Insulation, or you can email them at allsealinsulation at gmail.com. Once again, that number is 601-508-7593. All Seal Insulation. But we're going to fight this through. Song, song of the south, sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind, there ain't nobody looking back again. Welcome to Generation Exiles. You are listening to the Song of the South saga. This is a very special episode. Hope you guys enjoy. They ought to get a rich man to vote like that singing. Song, Song of the South. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking back again. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Generation Exile. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. And we got a special guest in this motherfucker today, <laughs> Mr. Jay, motherfucking bullet, What's from Loosedale, Mississippi. Jay. All right, so me, Jay, and Daryl, we, we grew up here in a little old South Mississippi, mm-hmm. over in Rocky Creek. And man, we like in the last episode, we talked about how much things have changed for our generation composed to when we were kids. So, we, of course, we're comparing our kids growing up to what we had when we were growing up. And we touched on corporal punishment, you know, getting our ass beat when we were kids at school for doing dumb shit. And uh, nowadays, I get a phone call from the school or the teacher wanting to know what to do with my kid. That's uh, a real damn simple solution. I've already explained to them several times because mm-hmm. I'm just going to handle it when they get there. Now, now Jay... I think, other than me and Harley, you was probably one of the top tier kiddos that received corporal punishment, if uh, I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, definitely. All the time. So, Jay, I want to hear one of your fondest memories of Rocky Creek School back in the day. As far as getting my ass beat, boy, uh, <laughs> Danny Davis. Boy, that mother, he could... He could, oh boy, he could swig a paddle. Like, uh, besides Coach Hale, he's probably the elite paddle swinger. <laughs> uh, the elite paddle swingers. But, you know, you had Mr. Renfro before him. Had that paintbrush handle. So, I would have to say this, this would probably be epic right here. So, 
I had been getting all these paddlings, and normally by Mr. Renfro, you know, because he was older, you know, a lot smaller than what Danny was. And so anyhow, I remember Danny Davis was new. He just came. They they switched over, and uh, I don't exactly remember what grade I was in when that happened, but it was like fourth or fifth. Fourth grade. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm to my ritual, you know, I just got in a lot of trouble. I was just that kid. <laughs> like you said, Harley Eubanks, we were like a dynamic duo on uh-huh. this shit. Like, uh, that's just what I did. I got into damn trouble. And, uh, this one particular time, they had me standing outside in the damn hallway. Is that where they just gotta go stand outside for this long? Man. Well, I remember I was standing in the hall and then you had all the older kids. One of them was like, I live, was, I was next door neighbors to Jason Purcell and all them, you know. They, uh, so I let them influence me. That's probably had, what had a lot with me getting in trouble. I was trying to always impress them older people. Well, they're in the hall and they're like looking at me and we all laughing and this and this and that. About that time, Danny Davis goes by and I get behind his back and I start flipping him off. Like, flipping <laughs> off like this. They laughing. Everybody's laughing. I'm not even paying attention. I can just know he's walking this way. I'm flipping him off. <laughs> well, there was two teachers behind me the whole time seeing what I was doing. So they like, they said, Mr. Davis, he turns around and uh, they're like, he's making obscene gestures behind your back. That's what they called it, obscene gesture, flipping the bird. So he's like, oh, was he? He's like, yeah. It's like, okay. They grab me and take me to the office. They get up in the office and, He's like, I remember, he's like, he's like, so what I ever do, you make you do, you flip me off behind my back. Let me tell you something, little boy. You know, you know how it was. Back then, big country. back then, you got handled, you know, because back then, people believed in parents. They believed in the parents, like the, the formats they did. My, like, I went in the neighborhood, if I was at the neighbor's house and I was acting up, you know, it was free game. Whip his ass, send him home. Just anywhere (laughs) down the block, you know. Everybody trusted in each other's skills as far as that went. So he gets me in there. He handles me real good. And he goes and gets that paddling. I'm thinking in my mind, it's just the paddling. I done had a million of these things. Sure. (laughs) Man, I tell you what, boy. He... He got me good. I, I probably did. I probably didn't get in trouble for about a good month or so after that. Gotcha. I remember. I remember that paddle. I like uh, he. He tore me up. I wasn't used to that. I was. I was used to what was going down. And he hit me, and boy, I was like, "Ooh, God!" But that's 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 the thing. Back then, you know, you it was free game. Let me ask you this. So back then, obviously, they handled business, right? Yeah, they handled business. How would you feel nowadays if a teacher? had the option to handle business with our kids like they did us. Would y'all be down for it? I, me, I would. I mean, there wasn't nothing wrong with the way I was raised or anybody before us. If you look at the generations all the way beforehand, it was the same scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you you know, you got a good sense, and I just don't see no teacher going overboard at a school full of people you know, enough With fucking cell phones at that. And with cell phones. They, yeah. You know, they would probably video it if it happened, mm-hmm. like if they monitored it. I mean, it's a it's a paddling. <laughs> you know, right, right. It's a paddling. Like, uh, 
I mean, it ain't nothing worse than what I would do myself, is the way I see you it. Uh, you know, because, I mean, they ain't going to do what I would do if my kids got down too bad, you know? Like, uh, so, I don't see nothing wrong with it, personally. Like, nowadays, it's just a lot of burden and stress more on the parents. Like, them. Like, because I remember I get, I get a paddling at, at, at school, and my parents wouldn't even know I did, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, they're watching that mailbox too. They'd be sitting like home. <laughs> now it's like uh, now they get an email. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I mean, from my day, there was way less kids that talked back to 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 everybody. Yes, they, they didn't really just talk to teachers any kind of way or nothing like this and all that. Like nowadays, it's like the kids is like more. See, all right, so now, in the last episode, we talked about this, how there's a trend going with this generation now yeah. that is a self-entitled little fucktard generation yeah. who thinks everything's going to be handed to them, and when it's not, well, damn, they're going to cry foul. Bullshit. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is how they're raised. They're not being set straight when they get out of line. Sometimes you got to use your hands to set some bit straight, let's be honest. Yeah. Then, we're in a, then we're in a very, 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 very fatherless yes. raisins now. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of these guys ain't present in their kids' lives, whether whether it's their fault or nobody's fault or whoever's fault. A lot of that is going still on. Factor. It's still a factor. And then there's a lot of parent, like grandparents raising kids and all this and all that, you know? It's a... Uh, and why do you think that is? I don't know. Like, it's some kind of... There's something that happened... I, and I believe it's like what you said, like it started out, we didn't realize it, but it started happening with us. Mm-hmm. In our generation is whenever we started getting more rebellious, rebellious, and then things just started, I don't, I, maybe it was because. Is it possible to say that we fucked it up? I don't think did we, we necessarily did, but I think we were part of the change. And some people, some people uplift it like some people's like well that's the generation that kind of started revolution and you know change things you know uh, a lot of think about it, a lot of stuff happened in our time frame so if we're starting a revolution or started revolution mm. could this be collateral damage from the I movement? believe it is yeah I know, do. like it wasn't intentional uh, it wasn't intentional <laughs> we're sorry we created a monster I believe it kind of did go down like that because because I mean if you just think about like in, we'll just we're saying here we're talking about here in this in this community, all right. This community didn't, didn't really grow until us. Like look at all that's happened here I agree. that we seen that just we seen from the beginning. I remember we didn't have a Walmart or anything, not a super Walmart, uh, a regular Walmart. I remember we didn't have it. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't have McDonald's or none of that. You know. And McDonald's was a big deal. <laughs> Man, oh, McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so, so you got to think, you think back in the, that, that and go backwards. I mean, what what could they really do as far as trouble-wise, you know? Damn, yeah, back true, then, too. everybody had a pattern, and then it went back and it went back. Well, then you get with us, and then we just kind of get in touch with the world more. And the next thing you know... It was definitely a technology boom on our side. Yes, it was big. And I believe that's got a lot to do with it too. You know, it, 
Like, uh, and I, I agree with what you said, Jay. I think it like if it originated anywhere, it originated with our parents because by the time we mm. got to high school, motherfuckers could call DHS on their parents. Yes, yes, you can. You know, South Park so, made an episode about. You want to know the truth? Right. We really don't have no power with our kids. No, we don't. We have no power with our kids. Mm. Okay, because you know, all right. Like, say I don't know. Say your kid wants to go have sex or something like that. And you want to beat their ass for it. Like, like that's what I would do. My my kids, brother, they're going to get their ass tore up. Mm-hmm. All right? Point blank, period. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. You can come raise these kids if you think whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, my kids is going to get the business. Right? And they do. And they good. And my kids love me. They ain't got no problem with me whatsoever. They know when they mess up. And they know that something's going to happen behind that, you know? And that's what I want them to know. I want them to know consequences for your actions, you know. There you go. Well, nowadays, like, you could full-fledged, a kid, a full-fledged tell their parents, I can have sex if I want to, blah, blah. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll beat your ass. And they'll be like, well, I'll just call the people. And you know what the people's going to say? Having sex is not against the law, Mm -hmm. but physical actions hitting on people and all this is against the law. And they're right, it is against the law. You can't go hit somebody out in the world because you're simple assault, whatever. But we're talking about our kids. All right, at what point in time do we start implementing that type of stuff? Like, what's, you know? You got to draw a line on somewhere. You got to have a point to where you got to let a parent be a parent, man. Yep. You know? And I, it should go back to their age. I mean, whether they have a sex or not, if they're under 18, they're not old enough to vote. They're not old enough to be in the Army. So, therefore, yeah. you're dependent. And you're dependent of your parents, and your parents are going to call the shots. That's how I feel. Like, like, and people need to stay at your business night. Now, you know when a child's going through something, like if a child's neglected or getting beat or all right. that, you know that, especially in a school atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? You can, like... Like if you was if like say you a kid comes in and they got some bruise on the ass or something like that, it, but it's not consistent. It's just like every now and then or this and this and that. You know that child's not getting his ass whooped every day, mm-hmm. or maybe he got his ass beat one day or this and that. You know if you got kids coming with goddamn black eyes and yeah. bruises and all this on them, well you kind of know that kid's getting you know messed up or whatever, or however they act or what this, and, but. For them to be able to really dictate everything you do is kind of absurd. Like, especially if you take them, like, they got therapists and people that runs this and these child uh, professionals and raising with no kids. Like, literally, <laughs> that write books and no have kids. not one kid, but they're a professional, you know, <laughs> teaching you about adulting. How is this possible? Everything... <laughs> Is best through experience. I have never heard it put that way. I've never even that thought that. That is absolutely correct. Oh yeah, you better have a kid if you're gonna teach. How are you gonna teach somebody about raising a kid and you don't have one? And that sounds offensive. And that's the first thing that popped up in my head. Look at how I've been trained over the last twenty years. I just like that's kind of offensive, Jay. (laughs) You know, but you know, no, it's not. It's the cold hard. It's the cold hard truth. And see, and that's the thing. And now, now we're now they got this new doctrine. You know what I'm saying? We had, you know, our doctrine was kind of based with all the old stuff and all that. But you know what? Just regardless of what it was, it still had a good, 
positive outreach to it. Today's time ain't today's fire, fire, burn, burn, this and this and that. They, I mean, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. And then like, okay, they're teaching this like where it's no longer like opinions are no longer opinions, but they're facts. So you're teaching these kids this, like you're teaching them that your way, there's actually a right and a wrong or a diff, or in this opinion, okay? When that, no, bro. Like, okay, when you get into certain things, you got like a moral compass inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know right from wrong, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has opinions on certain matters, and just because they're not the same, it doesn't make that person right, and it doesn't make that person wrong. It makes, this yeah, is theirs, this is yours. This is my opinion, this is your opinion. It belongs to me, this one belongs to you. Hey, that's the quality, buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's the quality. That's what that is, you know? You're right. But when you, start t- when you start taking certain things and making them to where this is how it's got, this is right, and this is how it's going to be, well, where the hell is the equality in that? You know what I'm saying? Like what? I mean, we're all coded different. We all are. That's what makes us wonderful is because we all have our own uniqueness to us. You know? Mm-hmm. So when you start stomping this out of the person and you start taking the kids and start taking their personalities away from them, well, then, you know, they, they're they they're fucking brainwashed. Brainwashed. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's really what that is. Like, you know, there's bad and there's good. You know what's bad and good, you know? Like in, uh. It's just their form of doing the brainwashing. Exactly. And then there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that happens in different places that, uh, is really messed up. You know what I'm saying? With like, man, I don't know, with different places you go with police form or this and this and that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, can any of us do better, you know, than what's been going on? We could make a change as far as like, hell, let the people do their job, this and this and that. If somebody if somebody messes up, there's an individuality in that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like anything else, you know, whenever a certain person might do something to somebody and they want to hold a vendetta on whoever them, that person or people might be, you know, well... That's we got to get out of that too, you know. We got to start understanding that there's an individuality in everything, you know. And when we go, when it goes all the way back to the corporal punishment and all this and all that, when you go back to that, that's 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 a point in it, you know. what I'm saying, like saying, well, everybody in the world don't want people whipping their kids by other people at school, so we're just going to ban that and take that out of the equation. Well, I mean, what happened to voting on things? You know, what happened mm-hmm. to having like a form of democracy, you know? Like. And, you know, for the phrase for every action, there's a reaction. Yeah. We're definitely in the reaction. We're in the reaction. Here we are. I, I, I you know, I feel uh, scared for my kids. Like now. Luckily, we live in this little town, you know? Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot of stuff that's just kind of we're being sheltered from right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's going to touch down because it's touched down with us. It started with us. You re- I know you remember parents say, talk, talking about us being like, 
I, I can't understand y'all. This this yeah. like, like I got that all the time. Y'all so kids nowadays. Out to be some of the worst son of a bitch yeah. was in high school. And, uh, I heard that two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it ain't no it ain't no secret how I was here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, everybody knows this common knowledge and public knowledge. I, Here's the thing: everybody's yeah. got a past, yeah. but that's but to see needs, nobody. Anything she can do about it, all you can do yeah. is focus on the future, and the best mistakes normally lead to the best lessons learned. Yes, I, and I just because said that. I just said that the other day. If you can't fucking learn from your mistake, then you go stand in traffic because you have already fucked up. You, you ain't, you ain't no, nothing to anybody. Exactly. See, see, that's what I like about myself. It's like, it took me a long time to get it together. And bad, major mistakes, you know what I'm saying? But all those mistakes and all that experience has got me to where I have an understanding that is amazingly far, you know, and having my kids, my kids save me more than I could ever save them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's so passionate and it's such a big deal to me of how they come up mm-hmm. because that's what I want. That's what you're supposed to do as a parent. You're supposed to take your experiences and everything you know, your knowledge and you distill it in them. If you know something to be wrong, you explain why right. you know it to you be. Go ahead and educate them on it real yes. quick. You, you, you take your experience and you make this person more of a better person than you ever was. That's what and you're trying to do. And That's you know, the goal. You're right. Yeah. I was just going to say something. Heather is my proof. Yeah, that, like I did that, and I did good, and your daughter is too. Yeah, you a I, I got now a great. Too. I'm I got a great. I got a kid that I got to watch all the lives of. Them. Now she's got, you know, I got me a, a granddaughter and all this, and and it goes to show you that at a, you know, it's really whatever they want to do, like how they're wanting to be, and if they want to strive hard enough, they will, and that's what we got to do is that right there, you know. But you got to let these kids know about consequences things that happen what you know there's a riff there's that that happens from it you know it's all about you people don't understand that certain mistakes will hinder you for a long time for a long like time. even though you can just be like i want to all right this is how i want to be bam, 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 bam. it doesn't matter you still got like a process that you got to go through you know it took me forever to have people to wear they didn't look at me crazy when I came into a store or I didn't this and that. And they, the longest time, it was, you know, you knew. You knew that people just looked at you like you was a scumbag, how it was with me. Well, then I I switched it all around. And it's kind of reward. It's very rewarding listening to all these other people like, like my old lawyer, Keith Miller, you know. That was my lawyer. He he tells me every time he sees me, he's like, man, I'm so proud of you, uh, to see where you came. Old cops like uh, Lawrence Maples and all that. He seen me at the fights and he said, he told me how much he was proud of me. He said, he said, I want to let you know, you know what the percentage is? He's like, it's like 89% people change their life, you know, that don't change their life when they come mm-hmm. out. He said, so look what you did. He's like, and this and that, you know. And that's, that's pretty cool. And I like using all my experiences for my kids. Like, so I don't really regret anything 
there's things that I wish could have went the other ways and things that, but everything that happened to me has led to the point where I am now. At this podcast, sit with y'all. Fucking right. Talk about corporal punishment and how kids are being raised like a... And we're in the middle of the reaction. Yeah. The reaction of the action. You all, like, I was asked by Brandy, like, how how I know you. Um, when we, I told her you was coming to the podcast, and I mentioned to her, I was like, I don't really know him. I worked with his dad at um, Wayne Lee's, and his dad always talked really highly of him, and, you know, at the time. And I could tell you what I remember about in school. Uh, you may think that you were being bad, but some of those dudes you beat up were bullies. Oh, well, that's what I was, the bully annihilator. You were the bully annihilator. I was the bully annihilator. I was just fixing to get there. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, so I always yeah. kind of looked up to you kind of that way. Yeah. You know, and when you got, when you did get in trouble, I was just like, you know, I was like, wow, I, that's kind of hard to believe. I know, I know he like flipped birds at principals and shit, but like, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. I always thought you were just this great swell guy, you know, well, you are, yeah. but I'm just saying like, you know. I mean, when you brought moonshine to school. Moonshine. Well, I got some white lightning. Somebody else did, too, when we went to uh, Ship Island. That should be another podcast. Uh, <laughs> you and me have a story together on that with the fucking seagulls. Yeah. Y'all ain't give them fucking uh, Alcatraz. Uh, I plead the fifth on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, the only thing I'm guilty of is laughing. I, I, all I remember is I brought, I stole a bottle of Mom's Crown Royal from uh, the cabinet. I yeah. brought that on the trip, and then we drank that the whole <laughs> trip. We were pretty shitty when I got back, so that was fun. But uh, no, I remember some of the old times at Rock Creek. One thing I remember with me and Jay, and I don't know if Jay remembers this year or not, but all right, so where the gym used to be, or the gym still is, if you're facing the front door and off to the right and go down the side of the gym to where it hits the wood line and go back, there used to be a, a tree there with like this wooden bench around it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Do you remember the stack of Playboys we had hidden there for like the longest time? Damn, And yeah. only a few of us knew about it. It was yeah. like me, Harley, you. I know, <laughs> I want to say Stan Smith knew about it. But like, man, it was like maybe five or six of us that really knew that those Playboys, because we'd throw leaves and shit over <laughs> But man... <laughs> I think about it now, you know, it's like, man, we had to go through hell to look at a porno. You had to go steal an old dirty magazine yeah. out of somebody's closet. Now that you, you just get the phone. Right. You now I've got a 10 year old that I found porn on his phone. And he's holding the holy mecca of porn at his fingertips. And I think back to my younger days. I'm like, man, if I had this technology when I was 10 years old, Y'all would have never seen this son of a bitch. I probably would have never even come out in daylight because I couldn't stop and just like, look at the porn. Yeah. I remember when we first got the internet, it'd take 20 minutes to load a tip. Yeah. You know? Y'all remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's like you were dumb before you yeah. got past the you eyebrows. You go to Livewire and stuff and download <laughs> pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Rocky Creek, man. Like, uh, that was still whenever life was kind of normal for me. Like, I had a normalcy going in Rocky Creek because my parents were still together and stuff. Like, it wasn't until, like, middle school when they split up, and that's whenever. Well, that, that is that's whenever I really started getting, like, bad trouble. Like, bad trouble still drugs and shit. Like, uh, but I liked Rocky Creek. I did like Rocky Creek a lot about it. Like, uh, it was like, 
Yeah, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. It Simpler was, times, no it was, doubt. It was man. so simple. Yeah, everything was a lot more simple. Like uh, back then, everybody was just pretty, pretty straight. Like we didn't have like like you know, the eighties was a pretty kick ass time. Mm-hmm. All in general, like uh, the nineties like is where it's at. Well, everybody, I think we're going to wrap it up, man. Shit, that was a good, good little, good little bit there. Yeah, man, he'll have to come back and do that again. Yeah, <laughs> it's straight. It's All right. good catching up. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Make sure you go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents. It really helps out. If you'd like to have your business on our show or become a personal sponsor, please give us a contact. Just go to our Facebook, at Generation Exile, or our website, and send us a message.